0: Welcome you in to the small ball podcast. Today is June 26th, and we had a massive shakeup to the small market kingdom. What? Yeah. No, that the small ball kingdom, there was peace, there was harmony. The celebration of the Denver Nuggets yeah. brought just grace to the lands. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was there was a celebration. It was great for this podcast, but afterwards, um, I think it's time to say goodbye to our, our noble soldier, Christoph Porzingis.
1: Christoph, it was a great year. We had him for one year. We had him for a year. New arguably, York, Dallas, and then Washington last season. And
2: this
0: was arguably his best year of his career.
1: Gosh, he had so much fun in the small, yeah. small ball land.
0: Yeah, he, he had a great fight. We lose him. We got Chris Paul, and then we say goodbye to Chris Paul as well. Yeah, Chris yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy's big
2: market written all over. We didn't want anything to do with him no. in our kingdom. Yeah. No,
0: they they were talking about how do we how do we handle Chris Paul because he's not meant. It's like someone has hacked into the mainframe. We took care of it. We got rid of the virus, um, but we did bring in two people. Yeah, we brought um, in two guys, two people who were former big market bozos. Yeah, but now we we welcome them in, and that's Marcus Smart and Jordan Poole.
1: I'm really excited to welcome in Marcus Smart um defensive guru dog he'll fight anyone jordan pool man that's a that's one that I'm reluctant to be excited about he plays for the baddies <laughs> which in the small ball world I don't know I don't know how that'll fly
2: see the thing is, is I'm excited for jordan pool to
0: be in the Ooh, small market
2: yeah. because that means every day is a pool party mm. i will
0: say we are going it's pool parties galore he's going to get 30 shots a night and that, that's just great for our brand. It is. Because he, he's going to be a star in Washington. He might
2: lead the league in scoring next year. Think Honestly? About his, Think about
0: it. I don't. Who else is going to take shots in Washington? He
2: averaged like 26 points per game when he was starting when Curry was out. Now he's on Washington, I mean, he and you might, can't even name a, another player that's a scoring threat on that team. Denny Edvia?
1: I like Denny. He's,
0: I, he's not a scoring threat.
1: No, the pool party,
0: and on top of that, Mark is Smart. We actually can already put him in a department. He'll he'll join uh, the team at McAlcatraz. Mm. Yeah, um, as oh. one
1: of our, our one of our guards. Yeah, he will be. He'll be a, a jail guard. Yeah, a jail yeah, guard. A in part McAlcatraz. of our small ball kingdom <laughs> yeah. under reign of King Mike Conley.
0: Yeah, and, and Mike Conley. There's
1: nothing Mike Conley could do that where he would lose that seat on his throne. No, unless he signed with New York, you know, or got traded there.
0: Yeah, even if he got traded, I'd be like, no, you're still, you're still the king.
2: Yeah, it depends on how it all went down because
0: he could be like,
2: I'm a king, but I'm going to go in as a spy. Mm -hmm.
0: Ooh, wow,
2: that could be
1: that would be
0: destroy a big market from within. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, but. We just had to start with big markets. We had to start with our kingdom. Obviously, really quick, um, because this will actually lean into more current news. Um, Let's talk about your mistress, Trey Young. Trevor. It's not my
2: mistress. (laughs) You said
1: it was your mistress. No, No, I didn't. You guys did. No, Trey Young young is the town mistress in the small ball world. And it just
2: so happens to be yours. Your mistress. No, you You guys did that. You just. Frequent that. No, you guys way did that. Often. Anyways, what's you're the always, question? What's you're the always question?
0: at the tavern with the
2: mistress. No, I'm not. i oh my I've God, seen you
1: with the mistress <laughs> no. so many times. No, I'm faithful. <laughs> who, <laughs> am who, am th- who are we talking you about? What's what the what mistress? Am, no. Yes. You Trey Young. Tell me about Trey Young.
0: No, I just want to bring up your mistress because that was dumb. Well yes. your
2: mistress, you know <laughs> said goodbye Stop to Stop calling wanna... <laughs> Trey that Hey, that's what you call her. Yeah. No. Your your mistress I don't I don't care what you call your no. your lady friends. Stop.
0: Come on. Continue. It's, go. it's one of your people. Anyways, your mistress said goodbye. To one of, to maybe one of their clientele. Maybe it was someone on their their team. John Collins. John Collins is finally gone off of the Atlanta Hawks. Um, still in the
1: small ball world. Still though. in
0: the small ball world, but they're not in the same sector anymore.
1: You could say. Sure. So what John want, Collins. What do you want me to comment on? That? Different block. Di- different block. <laughs> <they're, they're different laughs> what do you want me to comment on? He's
0: that? out of the tavern, and now. What are you <laughs> asking
1: me? You tried to bring this up to ask your question. What's your question? Is it you just wanted to say this joke?
0: I,
2: Trevor, what are your thoughts on the John Collins trade? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was my question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it actually is an interesting trade. I do like it for Utah. It's uh, it's super buy low. I mean, the the one risk, if you had to think of one, would be. His contract, but it's not a super risky move because it took literally nothing. It took really took a bag of chips and a second rounder. Um, and you know, I think John Collins, for whatever reason, has lost a lot of value in the last few years. And I can think of teams that have been tied to him for the past two years, one and a half years, that have been constantly rumored to trade for him. Then all of a sudden, he is traded for, like you said, a bag of chips. Nothing. So, it's really interesting what has changed to, to where his value's next to nothing. It doesn't make sense to me because I see John Collins. Christian, I want to hear more of what you believe because you believe in him. I see John Collins as a really athletic, you know, younger piece that has some upside.
2: I, I mean, I see John Collins the way I almost see Aaron Gordon. You know, they're both really strong, play the same uh, position, extremely athletic guys. Like that John Collins I think is the type of guy that can fill that role on a team like the, like Aaron Gordon filled on the Nuggets this year. You know, he's going to be he's solid defensively. He's a vertical lob threat yeah. and he you know he's not that bad of a shooter. He's uh, not. I really think that Atlanta just misused the talent that they had on their team. Sure. And that is a team that ha- I've always kind of thought like they kind of have too many guys. Like they have too many guys that need playing time. A lot
1: of forwards.
2: Exactly. A yeah. lot of forward a lot of redundancy in positions. And it's like this is what happens when you kind of mistreat your assets. You gotta have an you gotta diversify your portfolio. I you like know? that. If you're if mm. you're in stocks, mm. you're not investing everything in the housing market. You Ow. you gotta dabble in a That's little bit good. of everything. But the Hawks did not have that idea in mind. <laughs> they were drafting Jalen Johnson. Um, they acquired Sadiq Bay, Hunter. Bogdan, Bogdanovich. Griffin. Like they just had all these so guys many. that played the same position. Yeah. Almost kind of like how the Raptors, you know, they have that same position, trying to make it
0: work. Hasn't really worked. Just so throw everything at the wall. Let's see what sticks. And yeah. And,
2: and, and with that, they've been rumoring John Collins on the trade block for so many years that they've almost tore down his value. Yeah. So,
1: another thing with Atlanta, kind of behind the scenes, why this could have been mo- like the motivation behind this move uh, getting John Collins off their books allows them to re sign Trey Young, Sadiq Bey, uh, DeJounte Murray, um,
2: Onyeko Kongu.
1: And yeah, those guys. So, it allows them to re sign them after next season, I think, or maybe after next season and the next. So, it, it frees them up a little bit. My confusion to to trading it now trading john collins now is like why not wait until he gains a little bit of value in the season but maybe they don't want to have to roll out with him and know that they're going to trade him because they're looking to win next season and and they don't want to waste a season with a guy that they know that they're not going to trade or not going to have on their roster so makes sense for them for utah let's talk about the fit with john collins next to yeah i mean think about last year the the lineup they were running a lot was Markkinen at the three Olenek at the four and Kessler at the five and so that was a, a Super big, you know starting five and, and three guys that are, you know close to seven feet tall um, and so with Olenek probably the guy that's gonna have to step back, yes. definitely. I believe he's a free agent. He's a restricted free agent. Yeah. So serviceable big. Serviceable big. I love Kelly Olinick. I would love for Sacramento to go and get him talking about my team. But um yeah, for John Collins to go into that slot, I think that he offers a lot more than Kelly O'Linick would. So that's a no-brainer for me as far as an upgrade for for Utah and a guy that goes along the timeline of Laurie Marketing. Yeah,
0: their timeline is really starting, you you see what they're doing and what they're starting to piece together, and um, it's another of the West is just getting better, um, because John Collins is another great asset that comes from the East, comes to the West, um, It. It's part of my propaganda that the West is so much better and so much more talented than the East. You could take a giant deep dive into that, but I'll just stay focused on the Jazz.
1: Maybe Um, a video idea.
0: Maybe great video idea. I like that, Trev. But um, that front court is actually very talented. Walker Kessler, uh, the sky is the limit for him. We know in because of being that all-star last year. Now you get John Collins. Big question now is what are you going to do with the guards? And that's probably not a question you'll answer this season, most likely, Colin Sexton being the starting, pointing, starting point guard, which isn't bad, but I think it can absolutely be upgraded as well in the future. Um, but, but you start to see, okay, this team is actually having pieces where they had success last year. Like, they were in the playoff hunt up until about game 82. I don't think that was a fluke. I see this trade as, hey, we've got a young roster that we think can – you know, maybe they make some playoff appearances and then down the road start to be a serious threat for the NBA Finals. I actually be, go re- ahead.
2: really like what Utah is building right yeah. now. Because you have Kessler, you have Laurie, and then you added John Collins, and then also their draft pick this year, Taylor Hendricks. He's nice. He ad- averaged about 15 points per game, seven rebounds, shot almost 40% from the three-point line. Like, this guy is, is a hooper as well. And then you also have... Ochai Akbaji, um, who's another small forward to you, guard. You've played blackjack, yeah, with. Played blackjack yeah, with. Yeah, him, Christian. I kind of wanted to say his name just because, <laughs> you know, my bachelor party, he just so happened to be at the casino. I sat down at his table, didn't say anything to him, played a couple rounds, and then left because I lost all my money. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he had a good, year, good rookie
2: year. Great rookie year, yeah. and I like him a lot. I think he's a, you know, he's the, classic three and D guy. He's uh came into the league a little bit older. So he's, he's NBA ready, but yeah, it's like now Utah, what kind of guards can we get?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Jordan Clarkson has a player option for about $14 million. Uh, and I, I, I'm not too on top of the, the Utah offseason as far as what guys will come in and out. So I don't know even where he's feeling or what the media is saying about that. If he opts in, that's another guard that you add to your yeah. roster that is so solid. And it seems like he enjoyed being in Utah. I think
2: he does. Like yeah,
1: it. he likes the role. He, he has a great... He's cut out a great spot there. So I, I could see Jordan coming back, and then you you can look at point guards, you know, and, and try to find a guy uh, that... Because, uh, to be honest, I don't think you roll out in the next season starting Colin Sexton. Mm-mm. He feels more of a off-the-bench energy guy, which yeah. is awesome for him.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and especially because... He he did come back slow last year, and he you know he's been battling different injuries throughout really his career. It feels like um, we'll see what they do in free agency. It might not be extremely active, but it's something. Hey, we have a young core. Let's develop because that's how a lot of these successful teams that we've seen, yeah. um, you know, Denver, Milwaukee, Golden State with the Steph years. They developed these young guys, they built a culture, they built a core, and I think they have a lot of promising aspects to have a successful future down the road.
1: I mean, we were talking earlier before the podcast about where some of these guys are going to land, the bigger names like a Fred Van Fleet. If they're looking for a point guard, Fred can be a good fit, and he's a little older, he's 29, but that's an option. Um, I think
2: Fred would be a great fit. The only thing is now that they've acquired John Collins, their cap space is going down. Which yeah. Before the trade, they they did have one of the bigger cap spaces going into the free agency. Where were they?
1: Do you know if they were like top I ten or what? Okay, it, that's okay.
2: I don't remember the uh, the exact number, but they were in the top like seven.
1: Okay. So cool.
2: They had they had a lot of money to, to spend, so it, it it will be interesting to see what other do they bring in D'Lo.
1: Ooh. That's interesting. I don't think that they do. I think they're trying to build similarly to how Sacramento and Denver have done it with, you know, not that Delo is a low character type player, but he's a guy that you demands a lot of, I don't know. He- I would say he's a low IQ type player. Okay. Yeah, low IQ and not necessarily the most team guy. Yeah. Um, just in his play style. He's very iso ball. And I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that that's the kind of player that they're looking for to to build this team with. Uh,
0: and one other thing I want to comment. I love Will Hardy. I love Dude. the job that he did at Utah last yeah. year. I think it's important to know the players are are awesome, but Will Hardy coaching that roster the way he did, that Utah team, I think we all expected them to be just dead in the water all season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were very competitive in just about every single game. Um, he he did a phenomenal job. I can't wait to see what he's going to do now with John Collins um, in that starting four spot. Um, that, that team reminds me of the Cavs a couple years ago um, when they just had a – I think Markin was on that roster too Andy if I if I'm correct where they were just so scrappy. Um, they they were just dogs. That's how I think this Utah team will be next year.
3: Yeah, the uh, Markin was on there and during that time it was just kind of a Really weird time to be a Cavs fan because nothing great was happening, but I mean it was it was nothing bad either. And you're right, they were dogs. They would like pick fights with the biggest teams in the conference, but they could never like figure really figure it out. But right. you're right, the Jazz—they're maybe it, starting to. It's a little, it
0: little out. bit different though because if Utah makes the playoffs so as even like an eight seed, yeah, that that's huge for a young core because then it's oh, like, yeah, okay, we are we're growing and we're building. Something. That's right.
1: Yeah, and so we'll we'll do deep dives on different players. Scott and I have talked about it throughout the off season. So stay tuned on YouTube. Um Laurie Markkinen, Yeah. I'm going to make a video on him this week. Uh just about, you know, how good can he be? Is he a one-hit wonder? Um we'll dive into that.
0: Yeah. So stay which, tuned. That that will be juicy. Yeah, we have different things coming down the pipeline. Right. YouTube, you know, the tens of you that watch. Thank you. <laughs> Trevor did have video over 1000 views. We're trying we're trying to build. We're trying to build. <laughs> trying to build. We got to build this kingdom for we Mike. We got to build. Yeah. This is for Mike Conley alone.
1: Yeah, help us out guys. Send this to a friend or something. Maybe we should
2: yeah. do a deep dive on Mike Conley. Oh. The origin of the king of small. I would
3: love that. Do a little I docu love-
0: series. Oh, of all of our small ball guys. Andy, you have something to add to that?
3: Yeah, can it start when he was uh, at the Ohio State cuz I feel like that's of really important. Course. Of course. I mean,
2: that's, that's part of his it. story. Yeah, we got to go from- back to high school.
0: Oh, that's, tr- Christian, Quick genius yeah. YouTube idea?
1: Yeah, that's great. I got a quick trivia question for you okay, guys. Okay, sure. <laughs> you were about to finish something, and I totally interrupted you. Genius YouTube no. idea?
0: Oh, my gosh. This is a genius YouTube idea. No, it was just about how, um, like, just doing a docu series on our small ball kingdom. So it's like Mike Conley, our, our prisoner Tobias Harris, Macalcatrash, um, mm. yeah. Is yeah. Smith, um, yep. Trey right. Young, the mistress.
1: That's gonna be an interesting <laughs> one. That'll be <laughs> yeah. like a,
2: a YouTube Plus. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> gotta be eight. You gotta sign in, <laughs> bro.
1: Stop watches. it. Stop it. All right.
2: Oh my. Okay.
1: Gosh. Here's my trivia question. Ooh. Mike Conley Jr. Whoa. 2007 was when he was drafted. What pick was he? Any guesses? Any guesses? I first you, round. Okay, he was drafted in the first round. Ooh, yeah. What okay. pick was he? Ten. 17. seventeen. he was in the lottery. Oh, okay. Eight. Eight. Seven. Seven?
0: Andy, was, what are you doing? This isn't Jeopardy, man. Come on. Uh, he was Price drafted right,
1: really. fourth. Wow. Yeah. There it is. There I it is. Didn't realize, isn't that the
2: same draft as like Katie and Greg Odin?
1: Uh or was that the year after yes, I think that was. Let me look it up. Let me look Wait, it up. Um
0: it's who, either two thousand. Who, who took Conley?
1: Seven. Um Hold on, guys.
0: Didn't the Grizzlies? <laughs> yeah, it, it was Memphis, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I keep talking. Let me look this okay,
0: up. Okay. Well, anywho, Conley. <laughs> <Is> that,
1: <laughs> that was the KD draft. Yeah. Conley went to Memphis.
0: Wow.
2: He's wow. so. Who's the third pick? Yo, that
1: was a great top four. It was out Horford. So great. Oh, except for of course Greg Oden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I, I love Greg small Oden. ball legend Greg Oden. Greg oh. Oden, Ohio State. We love him. What, um,
0: Ohio State had two top five picks. Did they win the national championship that year, Andy?
1: I couldn't tell you. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. They didn't. It was Florida, wasn't it? I think it was. But Greg Godin played really well. He played in, really well. In he the was, tournament. He was the man. Which is why he, like, jumped up. I mean, he was the man the whole season, but it was between him and KD, but the mm. tournament, he really turned it up. Gosh. So, anyway, And he probably,
2: like, like Ohio State probably, like, got out because he was in foul
0: trouble. You know, college basketball. Yeah, yeah. classic. Yeah. yeah, Greg Oden's got to be in the kingdom somewhere. We'll we'll think about a position. Yeah. Mike Conley, Art King was number four overall.
1: Gosh, he makes. I me, love Mike. Every Conley. time I learn something about him, I just become more and more proud of him. Yeah,
0: there's there's nothing he has done where I'm like I can't stand this guy. I love Mike Conley. I do too. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to free agency, um, and then Trev, do you have one of those? Wild stories available.
1: NBA's wildest experiments.
0: Yeah, NBA's wildest experiments. Um, Reroute, let's do wild experiments and then end with free agency. Because this is going to be juicy. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: Guys, I have been searching. I've been in the lab as a scientist. Just looking at what the NBA has been cooking. And there's every now and then something really weird that the NBA does, okay? Or something weird that happens in the NBA. So this offseason, I just want to share with you guys a few stories I've come across that I think we need to look back on and just look at how weird that was and talk about it. So um, this is one that you definitely have heard about, but maybe you don't know the context or the details that went into this. Uh, The first NBA experiment I want to get into is MJ, Michael Jordan, the GOAT, playing for the washington wizards so i don't know if you guys knew this obviously he retires he's out for a few years jordan wanted to get back into the nba somehow so what he did is he decided to become part owner of the wizards this is before he even suited up for them to play so he's part owner of the wizards and they uh, promote him to president of the team and In that offseason, the Wizards happened to have the number one pick. And with that pick, Michael Jordan had control over, and he selected selected the great Kwame Brown with the first pick in the NBA draft. So he's building this team. They had Rip Hamilton on the roster, Kwame Brown, they're young. And in the offseason, he's part owner, president of the team. In the offseason, MJ began to train with the team and practice with them. In secret, slowly, he started getting back into shape, and he decided, you know what? I think I give this team the best opportunity to win. So he decided uh, to suit up. And on Janu- or excuse me, on September twenty fifth, 2001, uh, Jordan came out of retirement and suited up with the Wizards. And he played with them for two seasons. First season was cut short because of injury. He averaged 22.9 points in 60 games in his first season back. Wow, wow. And he had, he had a, a quick stretch where he, he scored 51 in a the game, then turned around the next game and scored 45.
0: Wow. MJ.
1: MJ. How so, old was
0: he at this time?
1: 38 and 39, I believe.
0: Wow. Does that make up for his horrible draft pick? Too, no. Two high-scoring games? So when, when you <laughs> said yeah.
2: Kwame Brown was the first pick, I was like, oh, yeah. I wonder who else was in this draft.
1: Ooh, yeah. I looked it up. Who did he pass on?
2: Uh, Tyson Chandler was the <laughs> second pick. Uh, still better. <laughs> still, still better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the third pick was Pau Gasol.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Joe From Johnson
2: Spain. was the 10th overall. Zach Randolph, 19.
0: Randolph, Zebo's awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: He's you can't awesome. blame him for not picking a 19th yeah. ranked guy, I mean, though.
2: Tony Parker, 28th. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know much about him. Probably yeah. we we, we. we. Yeah. Gilbert Arenas, the thirty-first <laughs> pick of the draft. Just
0: Whoa, to the Warriors talk about a good shooter.
2: Whoa, oops, the, yeah. you know that story. <laughs>
0: but another yeah, we, wizard actually,
2: <laughs> yeah, he came wizard. So oh. I mean, they got him eventually. Good pick, Mike. But yeah, no Kwame Brown, not the brightest move. And you know maybe Kwame Brown has some resemblance to uh, the Brandon Miller.
1: Oh, because this is,
2: uh, Jordan's last pick. That's That's right. Full
1: circle.
0: Last
2: stand. Full
1: circle. That's right.
0: Full circle. Wait, Andy, you had something too.
3: No, I was just going to say how big of a, like draft class that was in the beginning. Like Paul Grussell, Tyson Chandler and Kwame Brown. Damn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those are big boys. Yeah. That's like the guys on this podcast.
1: Yeah. But isn't that wild? MJ being a part owner, president of the team makes a draft pick, hires a head coach who was his head coach. Um, I, I'm blanking on I, his name, but I, he was his I, head coach for the Bulls. And so people are like, oh, he's just like pulling, you know, maybe he's going to come back. Yeah. He's practicing with the team in secret, comes back and suits up for the team as part owner of the team. And he had some good games. He had some good games, but I mean, man, I, that is just a crazy story with the context. I feel like that doesn't get do talked you think about he enough.
2: Never. He like gets paid to be a player and be basketball Or does he just keep his is, contract? Is it just like...
1: I don't know. He signed himself to the max. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's, He's like, like I <laughs> think I deserve a little bit more. We
1: really need me. Yeah. He
2: yeah. buys ownership, and then his salary pays for his ownership payment. So then it, it just <sighs> washes I mean, It was that's, genius.
1: It's something
0: you do in a video game. Oh, it's yeah. what MJ was doing.
1: That feels like a, a 2K my career storyline. Yes. It's
0: like... Yeah, but now instead they're just doing TikTok dances. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're doing TikTok dances on 2K23. 2K24 is going to be you buy a team, you're 40 years old, but you decide to suit up.
0: Yeah, you suit up. And <laughs> it's, you, it's the LeBron. The yeah. LeBron you get edition. one good yeah. year. But, dude, I, I'm sorry. No one should have that much power in a sports organization. And oh, I dude, get it. It's my kid just MG, coming off bro. the high. greatest
2: player to ever play the game. Yeah, right. And he averaged twenty three yeah, points per game. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like he wasn't, <laughs> and he like, sucked. No,
0: yeah, no, he didn't stink by any means. Like there are stories of like teams in South America, soccer teams in South America, where it's like, I'm gonna suit up. I pay for everything. I'm gonna play, and they're just terrible,
1: bro. And yeah. that's not MJ, but. Yeah. Bro, it's literally like, have you seen the movie semi, Semi-Pro? Yes. It's literally it's, Jackie it's Moon. It's literally Semi-Pro. It's Jackie.
2: Maybe it's Jackie Jack- Moon is like partially, like the idea
1: came from Jordan. Yeah, Ooh. part owner and he just, it's funny. Because my issue isn't even him playing.
0: It's like, okay, you also have the power to make our draft pick, do this with yeah. the roster. You can also practice with the team and uh, you can play.
1: Yeah, I don't know if once he became player, he resigned as far the as other I'm guessing he was yeah. like, I'm not president anymore. I'm player. I still own you. You know? Could you
2: imagine? <laughs> could you imagine you're like playing against Jordan? He's like, hey, would you be mad if I traded for you?
1: You hey, want to yeah. come play with yeah. me? I really
0: like what you're doing. Why don't you come on over? Rip to Hamilton DC? has a
1: game where he t- makes 10 turnovers. He's like, I'm trading you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun learning like Chinese, buddy. Which he did trade. <laughs> he did trade him in the offseason the following year. Actually, oh. I don't think he had control over it. But Washington traded Rip Hamilton for Jerry Stackhouse. Wow. Who came Jerry Stackhouse Whoa. was coming off of a season where he averaged like 29 points per game. 27 the or 20. Stack? Stackhouse. It was by far his best season. Yeah. With Detroit. And then they traded for him, thinking that, you know, him and MJ, they needed to get some win now guys. And it just didn't work they're out. bad.
0: No, that's the most Washington thing ever. Yeah. That, that is like the saddest franchise.
2: Which, you know, fun fact, I've been seeing rumors that Washington is looking to move to from D.C. to Virginia. Whoa. Really? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's actually I, like
2: so... I don't know why you guys just did say to me, but... That's really yeah, interesting. So they're, they're looking to move their... Basically, where they play from DC to
1: Virginia, <laughs> Crystal City, I believe, is the rumor. The Crystal City Wizards. Whoa, Crystal yeah. City. No, I
2: think still be, I mean, when you're a Washington team, you essentially just like you play in Virginia. Say think, it's uh, like the Jets, New
0: York Jets, and they're in Jersey. Yeah, isn't oh really? Jersey.
2: Isn't the Commanders? <laughs> don't they play in uh, Virginia? Do they? I think so. I. Th- mm. That's I'm interesting.
0: Yeah, look that up. While you look that up, let fun bit idea, just to oh. kill time while he looks it up. Sure. What other mascot would they be called? The Virginia...
1: The Virginia... V- um, Velociraptors. I like that. I Actually, like there's
0: that. there is uh, another Raptors team.
1: The Virginia Vertical. The
0: uh-huh. Virginia Virgins. Huh? <laughs> Virginia is for lovers, though.
1: The Virginia viciousness.
0: Trevor's Google searches V words. V words. V words. Be careful with that one. Good point. Words that start with V.
1: V words. The Virginia vigilance.
0: Verdant. Vigilantes. Um, okay, no, I, no I, I got it
2: pulled up, guys. FedEx Field, where the Washington Commanders play, is in Maryland.
0: That's what it is.
2: Wow. Maryland.
1: Wow. The Virginia vacation. <laughs> <laughs> they're just chilling. Ah, yeah, They're old. They're, their mascot's in, just a dude like tanning on the. In beach, their
0: defense, Hawaiian Hawaiian they, shirt. they've yeah. been on island time in Washington <laughs> for like two decades, yeah.
1: <laughs> probably since MJ called it quits again. That's right. That's right. Wow. Wow, Trev, that was great. Thanks, man. That's really the good. The Virginia vaccinations.
0: The Virginia... Whoa, that's a hot topic. Whoa, yeah. 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 The Vir- the Virginia verticals. Yeah, you like that one. Yeah, Trev already said that, huh? Anyways, what's next? Um, the Virginia... Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's end today's show with a little free agency. Obviously, that's coming around this Friday. 3 p.m. Western time. Western time. Pacific time. Pacific time. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 3 p.m. Pacific time. And we've got some interesting buzz around the NBA. I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. There's just been so many rumors. It's hard to know. Um, but we can just kind of dive into it a little here. What we think might actually happen. Christian, I know you've got some thoughts um, kind of down down the pipe.
2: Yeah, I, I pulled up you know a list uh, from Hoops Hype of the top free agents in this draft, and I thought, or in this uh, offseason, I thought it'd be kind of fun if we go down the line a little bit and we all just say the first team that pops in our head on where they're going to sign. It could be based on knowledge that you have, um, or just straight up like, fit where you think this would be a, a good place for this player to go. So we'll start off number one with the uh, best free agent in this class, according to Hoops Height, James Harden. Where do we think he's going?
1: He's going
0: home. Houston.
1: Yeah, all all the rumors just point to him going back home to Houston. Um, yeah, that that's where it's it's been leading, I feel like. He opted out of his player option, so... I can also see him resigning.
2: Yeah, I think he's gonna stay in Philadelphia. Okay. Whoa, so, that's fair. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, Kyrie Irving.
1: I don't know if there's a spot for him other than returning to Dallas. Mark Cuban yeah. yeah, wants I, him. I
0: think he has kind of put a stain for a, or like a bad taste in a lot of yeah. franchises' mouths that. off the like, court stuff. Is yeah, awful. It, it's just bad, and so Dallas is kind of that.
1: Last oasis for him. So, I I like Dallas. I think Mark Cuban also came out recently. I didn't see that you were wanting to speak, Andy. Um, Mark Cuban came out recently and and said that he's not going to lowball like he did last season with uh, Jalen Brunson. He can't.
3: I think Boston has the opportunity to do the funniest thing in the entire (laughs) league. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Oh, gosh. Please don't.
0: If Boston brought back Kyrie – I mean, he gets – he gets a lot of unwarranted hate as well from the city of Boston. Like, they hate him. Uh-huh. People in Boston hate Kyrie. And some of it, like I said, totally unwarranted. And I get, like, he did the stomp on the court stuff when he was – but he was an opposing player at that
1: point. Like, You know what else? He did go to the center court, and he said, I'm resigning here. This is my home. Yeah. And then oh, he- yeah. Maybe no.
0: he meant, like, I'm resigning,
2: like, later. Not now. But oh, later. oh. Down the road, wow. I'm resigning. And- because Kyrie, you know, he's so in tune with the world, and yeah, he, knows, <laughs> he 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 knows a little bit about like what future and it's right. He that, does so. manifestation. Um, all right, next person, Fred VanVleet. Dude, this one is this one. I think is a really fun player because he can, I think,
0: improve a lot of teams that need guards. I I love Fred so much. Trevor has a slightly different thought, but um, I like Fred. But because he's Toronto, I've never been able to claim him because they're, they're bigger than big market. They're Canada, Canada market. <laughs> so we're not actually able to talk about Toronto. So the fact that he's getting out of Toronto is like the best news ever.
1: Because you like him. So where I, I where love he him. going? Sounds like he's not a good returning yeah, to he, Toronto. He so sound is like
2: he's
0: not a Raptor. He is not a Raptor. Yeah. Um, you're just looking
1: at teams right now.
0: I I have no idea where he's going <laughs> to go. All right. Trent, Good, yeah, that's, okay. Just, that's okay to yeah, say. I
1: don't get, know. Get, get yeah.
2: Get some, look at some teams.
1: I don't know what's behind cuz didn't he have a player option and he opted out? I want to say that's yeah. how he became a free agent. I believe so. So, <laughs> I don't know what's behind that decision. I I would just anticipate him returning to, to the Raptors. Uh, I I don't have a team. I mean, we talked about Utah. I don't know if Utah would have interest in signing a 29-year-old to a big contract.
3: Andy? Yeah, I think he gets signed to a contender. I think he's searching for another ring, and uh, I think he's going to be a sleeper on a contender that just does really well.
2: Interesting. I kind of think that he could go to a team that's young and needs some solid veteran presence and needs a starting point guard. And it could be a little wild,
0: but Orlando Magic. Ooh, I like Orlando. They don't have the money. Not Orlando. The team, I was kind of starting to think. I know they have an old declining Mike Conley, but if they had the money, Minnesota would be, that would actually be a really fun fit because now you have Fred and Ant.
1: Yeah. Wubba, wubba. So your backcourt. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: next person is Chris
1: Middleton. He
2: declined a player option that was worth like 40 million dollars. I think the
1: reasoning behind that is they they're, they're going to extend him. It doesn't make sense that he thinks he's going to get more after the season he had returning from injury and he yeah. only scored like 30 he, points. He was a once. poo bucket. He was a boo bucket. <laughs> I think that there's I think that there has to be something behind him opting out. Like he was promised a contract, like a yeah, a bigger con not necessarily bigger than 40, but long term. So he knows he's gonna be locked sure. in.
0: Yeah, I it's hard to imagine him not being in Milwaukee. Let's say he doesn't go Milwaukee. Fun sleeper team for you guys. The Sacramento Kings. It would be an
2: amazing fit. I mean, if he can return to the player that he was, say less. The Kings, Kings yeah. and Five.
1: He turns thirty two soon. So I'd be hesitant. Win now for Sack town. It's definitely a win now move. I'd be hesitant to to giving him like big time money.
2: Speaking of being hesitant, Draymond Green.
1: Hmm. What's hesitant about Draymond?
2: Um he's opted out older. He opted out. He's on a decline. Yeah, definitely. And he's looking for uh, his last big contract, probably looking at three to four years.
3: Andy? Um, Okay, so while you guys were recording, like right when we started, uh, Dame's like meeting today, the like information kind of just leaked out and uh, he wants Draymond and he wants them to re-sign Jeremiah Grant. I was going to kind of tell you guys. Whoa, Jeremiah Grant.
2: I could see that. Draymond
0: and Dame...
2: In Portland, kind of wild.
0: Jeremy Grant, Dame Nurkic, and Scoot Henderson.
2: I still think they move Nurk, and they probably look to to move if they're if they're keeping Dame. I think they're looking to move Nurk, and they're moving to uh, move Anthony Simons. They
0: they have to. I
2: mean, in order to make a competent roster, you got to
0: move. And if you want Draymond, that actually makes Portland better. Jeremy Grant is good. They have to make serious change. I, just even with a rookie guard as your two, and Nurkic as your center, I, no one's going to take you serious.
1: That's, That's my fair. take. Yeah, I think uh, I think Draymond returns to to the Warriors. I can't see him being the one to like break it up. Yeah. I, I don't see him the one to break up the the warrior's dynasty. So are you
2: thinking all the rumors of Draymond to Sacramento's kinda all a bunch of baloney?
1: I think that's a bunch of baloney. I I agree with
2: you. I I don't even see the like defensively Draymond makes the Kings better, but offensively that's I don't like that that's terrible. You can't have Fox, Sabonis, and Draymond being a in, in your five. Like that's yeah. All three of those players cannot shoot the ball. It feels
1: like a funny player for for Dame to be like, it's either Draymond or I, I leave. leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, dude. He put his flag Draymond down on Draymond. Yeah, come on, man.
0: So many other players... Throughout his days, and Draymond is his his line.
3: Yeah, what is he doing? I don't know. I think this is so on brand for Dame, just like giving us hints that he may want out, or like people from his camp say Dame wants out, and then to just go back and be like, no, I'm sticking to the grind. Give me Draymond. Can we
0: talk about this? It has been like, it's probably been the most annoying thing on Twitter for the last like four years is, what is Dame going to do? Is he going to request a trade or is he going to stay? And it's, it's every day. It's like Dame Lillard spotted listening to a song about Miami in a club. And it's like, dude, wh- what, are, what are we doing here? There's no movement. This is the most drawn-out thing at this point. Either say, I'm here for the rest of my career or I want out.
1: But he says that. He comes out every offseason and yeah, says, "I'm then, locked in," and then it's the media that's like trying to get him out. He's so locked in. I respect Damian Lillard, honestly.
2: I feel like though he he's also saying, you know, stuff of, and maybe this is just the media has twisted it so much that I don't, I can't even tell right what's Dame and what's the media. But it's like he's he's asking for them to trade uh, to make their team competent or they're asking him to trade him to a team that is competent and is a contender but not getting you know he doesn't want to be traded to a team where that team has to give up a ton of assets to where it's like three superstars or three all stars he doesn't want to be on that type of team so yeah. he's just like in turmoil of just like you cannot be happy wherever you go because you're going to demand such a huge haul.
3: Yeah,
1: well, for Damien, it's like, what is he supposed to do? He's happy. It, at least he, he enjoys Portland. He's loyal to the city. He's loyal to the fans, to the franchise. And they've sucked for the last few years, and it's because of the roster construction. So he's going to oh, be yeah. out there and
0: Oh, yeah, like, 95% not on Dame.
1: Yeah, so...
0: Yeah, the roster construction... And then you see Dane, which I do think Portland, it's crazy it sounds, probably made sense for drafting Scoot just because it's like we don't even know if we traded this pick if it's going to get us over the top.
2: Well, I mean, now it just gives you insurance to trade Anthony Simons. Like if, yeah. if you wanted to, again, failed experiment, but run a, a small two-guard lineup with Scoot and Dame like they did Dame and CJ and Dame, Dame and Amph like if they trade those assets away like I just don't know and it really looks like Scoot is gonna be in Portland like he's walking around where he's wearing his, his own jersey. jersey yeah he was took a picture at raising Cane's <laughs> in his in his jersey like he he thinks he's staying in Portland for the long haul so. yeah
0: and and can we really quick to talk. It's Amph. It's not Ant. Yeah. Anthony Simons is Amph. There's not a T in his name. We've had Portland people telling us it's Ant is Amph.
1: Yeah, they, they say it's Ant because his mom called him Ant because he was small oh, as a kid, like frick. the insect and ant. But we, as small ball, we're stopping that. Yeah, we he's are stopping. He's not small it. anymore. Yeah, no. that's
2: he's, like, he's like 6'3". Yeah,
0: he's huge. Amph, you're big, dude. You're a baller. And now you're Amph. All right, moving on.
2: <laughs> uh, Kyle Kuzma. Where is he going? I feel like he's a hot name
0: right now.
3: The Wudong Tigers.
0: Be (laughs) Sacktown, baby.
1: Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, Chris Middleton's not coming to sack. Um, He's going to resign. But I think Kyle Kuzma... I just have a feeling. I've seen rumblings. He wants to play in California. He likes the Sacramento fans based on a tweet in the playoffs. He is going to be a sac <laughs> He is going to be a Sacramento king. He's also friends with Darren Fox. Ooh. Yeah, I just feel like he f- he fits the timeline. He's a perfect fit for the roster. Um, oh. in Sacramento, you put him at the 3 or 4 with Keegan. Those two will switch. You surround Fox, Sabonis with shooters, offensive players. Kuzma is ab- is an above average defender. And I think he fits well in Sacramento. He
0: fits better than Harrison Barnes. That's right. Yeah, you're saying this, and now I'm getting a nightmare scenario where, what if he ended up going to like Golden State? <sighs> he would take like a vet minimum to get on Golden State
2: because they yeah, have to pay Draymond and Clay.
0: Well, what if they let Draymond go? He's the Draymond and replacement. And Kuzma. I, don't I actually think that's that, a that, good replacement. That makes him worse. That would actually be well. Actually, their offense would be better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be better. All right. Defensively. I going. got
2: a couple more, and then we'll wrap up the show. Draymond
1: was almost a negative player for them in the Sacramento series. Just saying. Anyways. I
2: like
0: that. Um, Austin Reeves. Oh, dude. I, I I don't know if he's returning to L.A. If he wants to get a
2: bag, he's going somewhere else.
1: Um, I think Austin Reeves makes a, a smart career decision and stays in L.A. Because he's carved out his area, him and LeBron. LeBron makes him better, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he,
2: I, I honestly, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if he ended up on the Jazz.
0: Mm. Wow. I like that. Wow. He he would
1: probably start in Utah.
2: I think he would, and I think he would get paid more than what he would get paid in L.A. That yeah. would be
1: fun. Reeves in Utah. I wonder if Indiana would be an option for him as well.
2: That could be interesting.
1: Yeah. Houston will probably offer
0: 50 players in this um free agency. Houston has so much money. They have just they might offer us at small ball. <laughs> Because no one wants to play for them. <laughs> yes, so then they, they have to offer us. Like, hey, we've got a podcast yeah, but for they, guys. They probably
2: would they probably would want us because we'd be like culture guys. We'd be like in the locker room, good yeah. presence, glue guys. And they don't really have good locker room no. presence. So no, they really they need true. it.
0: They really need it. I, you I would be like be a Sangoon guy yeah. through and through. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you'd um, be
2: a
0: Sangoon translator. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would. I would learn his language. Yeah.
0: And and the rest of us, vibes. Yeah. Yep. All right, another one, uh,
2: Cam Johnson. He's a free agent. He's restricted. He's restricted,
1: but still a free agent. Welcome to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn cannot let him walk.
2: Sleeper team. They have a lot of money, too. Detroit Pistons. Monty Williams is the coach there. He loves Cam. Pistons need to, you know, they want to get better. They want to compete. And I think Cam Johnson, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw a
1: bag at Cam. He's awesome. I like Cam. Big, he's 27, though. Big
2: bag. Yeah.
1: Big bag. What's wrong
2: with him being 27?
1: Well, he came into the league old, and so it just kind of it feels like he should be 23, 24. A lot of fans just have that assumption about Cam.
0: Grandpa Johnson is what they call him.
1: Grandpa Johnson. But he's he's an older guy. But mm. yeah, I like Cam.
2: That's nice. All right, last two. Harrison Barnes, Sacramento Kings, where's he going? Uh, d- Beijing.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> better than that. I don't know where he ends up, but uh, a team that that needs a veteran, a uh, solid player, like just shows up. he's a locker room guy average. can't can't start
3: anymore. I think he goes to Houston.
0: Oh, interesting. Maybe a maybe a veteran presence in Houston. I do like that. He he shouldn't start a basketball game. I right I
2: again. think I think if he is not, I would not be surprised to see him in Sacramento. But if he's not in Sacramento, I actually think that he will be a pacer.
1: Interesting because Boston.
2: He I think he'll be a pacer because um, Rick Carlisle was his coach in Dallas, so there Ooh. is that connection. And then also he's from like Iowa, so he's a Midwest guy. Yeah, yes. And so like, and they also need. You know, small forward and they need veteran presence. So, and the Tyrese connection. That's
0: right. That's good. My final answer is Dallas. Mine is Beijing.
2: All right.
1: You hate Harrison.
0: (laughs) I'm not a Harrison. He also just tanked my fantasy team early on. Yeah, he Um,
2: did. Your fantasy team had no chance.
0: No. No, I'm drafting these guys where I'm like, he could actually be a nice steal. Yeah. And just. Sadiq
1: in the fourth round.
0: No, Sadiq wasn't fourth. He was in the 70s. Also, bad pick. (laughs) Harrison Barnes, bad pick. Jalen Smith, bad pick. (laughs) (laughs) Jalen Smith deserves to be in Beijing. Alright, last one, <laughs> and
2: I, I only made this person last because You knew he's a Denver nugget. Bruce Brown.
1: Oh
0: if if he wants to win, he'll stay in Denver. But if he wants to get paid, he's probably going to like Houston or anyone that has a lot of money. Anyone that's willing to overpay him. You know what would be kind of a wild one?
2: Is uh San Antonio Spurs.
0: I was gonna say the Spurs.
2: Like, he just seems like a Spurs guy. and yeah. Pop would love like him. Plus, there, so it's like, it'd be kind of fun to be like, go play with him. And he'd be like a veteran leader
0: there. Yeah, like, and Bruce Brown is a is a good point guard. I think he's like a six-man worthy. I don't think he's like starting caliber, but he's going to be paid. If he doesn't re-sign with Denver, he'll be paid starting caliber money, um, which... Leads to high expectations, which usually those contracts mean that guy ends up being overpaid. But I love Bruce Brown. Go get your money, dude. You're a Denver Nugget legend. Yep. yep. Like he's like he's going to hear that. He's not going to hear He that. might. If we, if we at him on at, Instagram. At, hey, Bruce, please watch the pod. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
2: that, that was. there's a lot more uh, free agents out there. But those were just some that I wanted to touch on kind of.
0: I like that. That was spicy. Well, that wasn't spicy. It was just good conversation. That's good. Talking about free agents, Beijing. Yeah, I just Sacramento. can't wait
2: to, you know, see what it what happens as soon as three o'clock hits.
0: Yeah, basketball free agency and honestly trades as a whole is probably the best in sports. It's yeah. just you see so many big names move that you don't see. Like football is obviously the premier sport in the in the U.S. It's like quarterbacks, they re-sign. You don't see quarterback get traded. Maybe a receiver goes somewhere else. NBA, it's just a crapshoot every yeah, time. Yeah, I mean,
2: even seeing Lamar Jackson fiasco this whole offseason, and then he's
0: like, oh. Baltimore. Right. Yep. Baltimore. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, it's like, come on, NFL. Get on the NBA's level.
3: But He's, he's the Dame of the NFL. Oh,
0: I like that. He, he has a few more seasons, though, before he reaches Dame level. Um, and Baltimore knows how to actually build a football team. Wait, wouldn't you say that Lamar
2: is better than Dame? Wasn't he MVP?
1: Yeah, no, he's better. So
0: Dame's not even on
1: Lamar. Jack <laughs> has Lamar even won a playoff game. But no, he won
0: MVP. He won MVP. Yeah, so he's
1: not on Dame's level. But
0: whoa, I yeah, they're not on each other's levels. Ooh, I like that. That's nice. All right, well that wraps up the show. Um, that's small ball. We'll try to record next week. We've got the 4th of July next week. It'll be weird, but we'll figure it out. That's how the small ball rolls.
2: Yeah, I'm not even going to be
0: here, so. Oh, crap.
1: Classic. Christian's missing another one. <laughs> 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 this guy over here. Trevor
3: just
2: licking his
4: lips.
1: He loves, he loves when we miss an
2: episode.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to L.A., so you might be missing me, too. Scotty and Trent. Two-man show. (laughs) Maybe the
0: intern, Matt, will come back.
1: Yeah, Uh, we need Matt Matt, back.
3: Matt's going to L.A., too. What do you mean he's
0: going to L.A.? Yeah. Why?
1: Uh, he might be going to San Diego.
0: Going back to big market.
1: You know what? Maybe yeah. it's time to bring in Temp Tony for an episode. Ooh, Temp Tony. Yeah. No, the, the world hasn't met Temp Tony. Temp Tony has not been met. Yeah, but that if would can, be... If there's one thing Temp Tony can do, it's produce.
0: It's produce and it's to tempt us. But we got our <laughs> hearts. <laughs> that's, well, that's how we'll end the show. So for our great producer, Andy, Trevor, Christian, and myself, I say we say so long for now. We'll see you next week.
2: Forever and Mistress Trey. <laughs>